You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports supporters, we're going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, and we got a couple of different stories we're going to do here. One talking about one of the GOATs, one of the greatest of all times, one of the greatest defensive backs we've ever seen in in our lifetime. I do believe Deion Sanders is the GOAT, but, boy, Charles Woodson certainly deserves to be in that GOAT conversation anyway, nonetheless. And, of course, he was an all-time great, kind of like Tom Brady. Had two different careers. Had a long, great career with the Raiders, a long, great career with the Packers, and probably would have made the Hall of Fame either way with either one. And when you go back and look at his last year, 39 years old, five interceptions. I, I mean... Uh, you you got to wonder if he was a guy that could have actually played at a at a solid level till he was 42, 43 years old. Pretty remarkable what it is Charles Woodson was do uh, uh, doing. Um, we're going to talk about he he was asked a very interesting question. Now we know Tom Brady is trying to buy an ownership stake with the Las Vegas Raiders with Mark Davis in the same way that he's bought an ownership stake with the Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA, but Mark Davis owns that team too. And Tom Brady's bought in a stake of that. He's bought in a stake of the soccer team. You get the point. And Charles Woodson was asked very directly, hey, fans, as you can imagine, Las Vegas fans, would love to see Charles Woodson as an active participant on what many people believe is a Raiders team that's got a lot of juice now. Okay? It, it, it feels like... There's a lot of energy, which may be the one thing, just, again, being a lead, good leader of men may be something Josh McDaniels cannot do. He just isn't. Ha- he just doesn't have it. And one could argue maybe he can't scheme offense either, uh, but we just started talking about that since he got fired. He kind of had everybody duped, but when you deep dive, yikes, his offenses suck. So... Uh, Anyway, let's get to this, and then we will get to what seems to be a story where Josh McDaniels blatantly disrespected, let's be honest, I mean, Derek Carr is going to be viewed as one of the better Raider players that has ever played, and you would assume at some point Mark Davis was probably going to end up retiring Derek Carr's uh, jersey number. And uh, Josh McDaniels blatantly disrespected that. Um, I don't see any way you can possibly see it any other way. And I understand Derek Carr never won a Super Bowl with the Raiders. I get that. But he had, I mean, he was a four-time Pro Bowler. And he threw for over 30,000 yards with the team and had over 200 career touchdowns. Yeah, he's he's probably going to be honored in some way. By the Raiders, I just would assume, right? I mean, Derek Carr's not going in the Hall of Fame. We know that unless he has this strange late career, two Super Bowl kind of wins, that kind of deal. It would take that. He'd have to win multiple Super Bowls to get in. Um, I mean, I guess stranger things have happened. Let's get to this. Uh, Charles Woodson, he's known as a pioneer of football. He coached. 
but he also was very hands-on as an owner. Oh, we're talking about Al Davis here. Uh, so they're talking about Al Davis, uh, Al Davis changing the game. He was known as a pioneer in football. He, he coached, but he also was very hands-on as an owner. He didn't care what anyone thought. Mark Davis is not really anything like that. He's not. Let's be real. Uh, sure, he spent money to build the beautiful Allegiant Stadium. I like to call it the Death Star. That If I could have a choice, and I'm in Texas, to go to one stadium in all of the NFL, and hell, I'm a Niners fan, but if I had one choice, it would be to go to that stadium in Las Vegas. That stadium looks awesome, especially on TV, that black and silver. It's just badass. But overall, he just doesn't have the same competitiveness that Al Davis did, and everyone can see that. Fans have asked him to sell the team in the past. Well, the NFL would love for him to sell it. I mean, they would love to have a Jerry Jones slash Stan Kroenke slash Robert Kraft kind of owner with the Las Vegas Raiders. We've talked about that. And while things have calmed down since Josh McDaniel's firing, he will still never sell the team. But if he would or would ever open up to another potential share for someone to buy, as he did with Tom Brady, there is another former Raiders legend who would be interested. So this is what some Vegas Raiders fans said. Can we get you on the coaching staff, too? I would love these DBs to learn from the GOAT. Well, Charles Woodson just come out in true GOAT-like fashion and said, I'd rather have some ownership. <laughs> He'd rather have some ownership. I mean, look, uh, and, and, of course, Brady and, and Woodson are Michigan guys, and um, they're pretty tight, too. So there does seem to be a natural fit. Played for the Raiders, played with Brady. you got to think that maybe some kind of ownership stake and I think this is what Mark Davis has to do because, again, Roger Goodell and the NFL want him out, okay? That's, that's sort of the dirty little out-in-the-open secret. They want Mark Davis out of there, all right? Uh, however, I will give Mark Davis credit for this. He knows bringing Tom Brady in and maybe, say, eventually bringing a Charles Woodson in as a part owner gives a, ma a a certain amount of extra, extra gravitas, I guess you could say, to ownership, a certain amount of extra professionalism to ownership. It certainly brings more name value to ownership. And it's going to make it tougher for the NFL to try to push out Mark Davis. And, and, and you kind of saw this start with John Gruden. Because Davis didn't want to fire him. The NFL wanted him fired. And one could say, well, Gruden had finally gotten his team where he wanted it, and they were responding. And then, of course, Rich Bisaccia came out, and they went 10-7. and seven. But the groundwork was there. Whatever Gruden was doing was finally working. Um, but that's been a thorn in the side of, of some NFL owners and Roger Goodell. They want Mark Davis out. All right, they want one of these stuffy business guys in there, yada, 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 and we know Mark Davis is not that dude, all right? And honestly, it almost would feel wrong if you had one of those stuffy kind of guys 
owning the Raiders. I mean, there's not that many Jerry Joneses. I mean, yeah, Jerry Jones would feel kind of cool as, as for example, a, a Raiders ownership guy uh, because of, of his attitude and his swag with the Cowboys. But it can't be just anybody. You know, Mark Davis is just a different kind of cat, which, you know, I know Raiders fans are probably like, oh, that's kind of a problem. Well, you know, it is and it isn't. The Raiders got a, a different kind of identity than the rest of the NFL, and that's sort of what makes the Raiders cool, right? So let's go over to this because it seems like Josh McDaniels, and I don't know what Josh McDaniels had against Derek Carr, because if you're this big offensive guru, if you're this big, I'm, I'm because he was viewed, I'm telling you right now, he was viewed in the NFL right in the same vein as Shanahan, as... Andy Reid, Shane Steichen, you know, Sean McVay. Those kind of offensive kind of minds, Josh McDaniels was supposed to be right there. Again, if you deep dive, dive to the numbers, he blows. And actually, teams get worse everywhere he lands. Everywhere he lands. Scary enough, Tom Brady got worse. When, when Josh McDaniels, and, and that's something you don't realize to, until you start deep diving. Again, Warren Sharp's got a great article on this uh, out there, so go look it up. But he wanted to get rid of Derek Carr, which I would contest if you're this great offensive guy and you're handed a, a three-time Pro Bowler, and he actually became a four-time Pro Bowler. If you're handed that guy, don't you have to figure out how to make the offense work around a quarterback you've already got in the building that's... That's shown something? I guess not. Josh McDaniels couldn't stand Derek Carr. Got him out after trading for his buddy Devontae Adams. Again, it's just Josh McDaniels' whole situation was a train wreck. So, uh, this is Raiders beat. We have been told that Derek Carr left the Raiders on applicable terms and there are no hard feelings between him and the organization. Probably between him and Mark Davis. Between him and Josh McDaniels, I'm not so convinced of that. I'm not. Now, Derek Carr is known to be one of these all-time great, nice guys. Okay? So, there's that. But there's no question that Josh McDaniels was sending a message when he gave the number four jersey to rookie Aiden O'Connell. I mean, he just turned around. I mean, you're not even... He's only been off the team a few months. You turned around and gave Derek Carr's number to another quarterback immediately. I mean, it's the height of disrespect. It really is. No one was calling for Carr to have his number retired. The Raiders don't do that anyway, so they don't retire numbers anyway, but you get the point. But out of respect for the nine years he spent with the organization, most teams would have protected his jersey number for at least a year. But that's not what Josh McDaniels decided to do. O'Connell didn't wear number four in college. And based on his comments in the preseason, we didn't know that he didn't ask to wear number four. So everybody thought that he had requested number four. He did not. That was a Josh McDaniels thing. Quote, it was the number that was given to me, O'Connell said in August. I really don't care what the number, what is the number I play with. I'll play with any number, so I don't worry about it too much. 
McDaniels didn't haphazardly assign the number four to O'Connell. If anything, he was known to overthink everything he did with the Raiders. He put thought into the number that O'Connell would wear this year. Without question, McDaniels was sending a message by giving O'Connell the number four jersey, and it was a message that didn't need to be sent. It didn't accomplish anything. The Raiders' locker room wasn't against Carr, and McDaniels wasn't doing himself any favors by assigning Carr's jersey to the next rookie quarterback in the building. As we learned last week, the time may have been right to part way with Carr, but the decision, uh, especially considering the way it played out, came with consequences for McDaniels in the locker room. So it sounds like when he decided to get rid of Derek Carr, he in part lost the locker room, okay? Or or obviously somebody like your star receiver who's best friends with Carr is not going to like that, you know? because he he came there to specifically play with his buddy that he played with in college. But then you got a situation where you, it's kind of like having, oh, he's got a wound. Let me pour a little salt in the wound. Let me me dig in the wound and and make it a little bit more irritated. And that kind of stuff, when you're talking about these professional players, that kind of stuff rubs players the wrong way. And that's how you lose the lock. You want to talk about no self-awareness for Josh Me? He had none. Zero. Zero. None. As a head coach, as a leader of men, you do have to be able to have some kind of self-awareness out there. You know what? That's probably not a great idea. I mean, you know, you don't come in just immediately just start shitting on everybody. You know, it's just a bad idea. So, and it was useless. That's the thing. If O'Connell didn't ask for the number as the hot shot rookie coming in, which he was drafted later anyway, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought he would have come in with that attitude, but, you know, quarterbacks. Then there's just no reason to have turned around and done that unless you were trying. Look, Josh McDaniels was a putz. He was sitting back and he was known to have this sort of arrogant, egotistical attitude behind the scenes. Again, he thought he could take any high school quarterback, we did this video, any high school quarterback and make him an all-pro. That was his words when he played, uh, when he coached in Denver. Guy's an asshole. I mean, there it is. He's an, he's an asshat, total. Tell me what you think, black and white sports supporters. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.